Hello, my name is Michael Brady, and my partner's name is Linda Brady, and we are Partners for Karmic Freedom. Welcome to podcast day two of the Cancer Project. It is uh, August 2nd of 2022. Linda and I uh, spent the day um, from 11 o'clock this morning until 4.45 uh, at the Cancer Center at Tampa General Hospital here in Tampa, Florida. And she received uh, radiation and chemotherapy both uh, at on the same day, back to back with each other. Chemotherapy, we've learned today, takes about three to four and a half hours to complete each time that she does it. So it will be a long day every uh, Tuesday for the next uh, eight weeks approximately, uh, based on how things go and how they uh, judge the length of the treatment as we go down the line. Um, Yesterday, Linda didn't feel well uh, at all when she got done her treatment process. Uh, She was very nauseous and um, um, had the dry heaves for hours uh, after the event. Uh, So we learned today when we went in, and it's very rare for people with radiation to get that kind of nauseousness, um, but she did. <laughs> so <laughs> that that was her luck, I guess. Um, today, we expected things to be harder for her because of the chemo. In fact, they turned out to be better for her today than they were yesterday. Uh, go figure. Um, she came home with an appetite. She ate an actual meal this evening, uh, an hour or two ago, it's nine 9.15 here now, um, and she hasn't been nauseous uh, during the day or afterwards. Uh, of course, she's on any nausea medication uh, today, and she didn't start out the day yesterday on any nausea medication, so it may have had something to do with it, but at any rate, she's feeling human tonight, actually, uh, and had a good meal. Uh, And things went well today, went very well today for her. So that's the good news. And the other thing I wanted to talk about tonight was the karma involved in this cancer project journey that she and I are involved in with each other Um, because our our work is karmic freedom. Um, And we are partners for karmic freedom and our Website is called karmicfreedom.com, and our email is karmicfreedom at gmail.com. So it makes sense to talk about the karma involved in this. Well, to give you some background, Linda um, has believed in and, and, and taught for quite a while, years, uh, the, the concept of the trickster in the chart, which is a combination of some planets in the chart. I won't go into all the details of that. Um, and, and the trickster's voice that we hear in our head is drawn from those past lifetime aspects in our chart, those, last time, those past lifetime uh, experiences. And one in particular, she has recalled going all the way back to 1982, Two, when we went to Spain together after we first got together. She went there uh, believing she was doing a Pluto transit where she was going to release old karmic scorpion guilt. Uh, Pluto rules Scorpio. 
And she thought she was going there as a victim lifetime, that she was going to find out she was persecuted. Well, as it turned out, she found out when she went to Spain in 1982 that she was a perpetrator. And we discovered uh, the past lifetime while we were there. Uh, it popped up spontaneously while we were going through certain experiences. And um, she was a cardinal in that lifetime. And she was there during the period of the Inquisition, which covered like 250 years in the Roman Catholic Church. And she was one of the inquisitors uh, in that era. Um, So from our current perspective, uh, she has a lot of guilt about that lifetime because she caused a lot of people's deaths in that lifetime. Um, And as we've Uh, talked about in our work here over the years, um, the guilt she's feeling is not the guilt she carried around in that lifetime. She didn't feel guilty as that priest in that lifetime. She was a zealot. She believed in what she was doing. Uh, And if, if you study anything about the inquisitional history of the Catholic Church, you'll find that, um, they didn't really care about the human body. They didn't care if you lived or died. What they cared about was saving your soul. So often when people were tortured and killed, it was in the service of getting them to confess their evil so that they could meet God in heaven when they crossed over. And it was pretty much an assumed outcome. Once you were accused of being a witch or a heretic or those kinds of things, that you weren't going to live through it. Um, and the people involved in the church in that period didn't have any qualms about that. That wasn't what they thought was the important part. So there was a lot of um, suffering and death in that era and caused by the church, and um, the person she was in that lifetime was congruent with who she was and what she was doing, which means that he was a zealot. He believed in what he was doing, uh, as an inquisitioner in in that era, uh, and he wasn't the person that felt guilty at night when he went to sleep. Linda's the person who feels guilty in this lifetime and the personality she has now for the kind of person he was and what he was doing back then. So anyway, she discovered her priest, her cardinal, uh, in Spain in 1982, and he became the embodiment, the incorporation in this lifetime in her, in her psyche, in her mind, of uh, her trickster energy in her chart, which is that part of our chart, parts of our chart, there are two or three that mix together here, and again, I won't go into all those details now. There are uh, parts of our chart that form the trickster energy, and the trickster energy is an antiquated part of us from past lifetimes that is trying in its estimation to keep us safe because in those past lifetimes, one thing or the other that we were doing led to our own death or our own persecution and death. And in this lifetime, we um, are trying to reclaim the excellence, the skill sets, the knowledge, the wisdom we had in those lifetimes. And at the same time, we're afraid to do that because it was often, very often, those qualities that made us stand out and eventually painted a target on our back in past lifetimes, which led to our death. So we have a mixed bag here in this current life where we're attracted to the energies or the things that 
we have been in the past, and at the same time, we're afraid of them at the same time. And the tricksters, uh, the fear part of that is our trickster trying to keep us from reenacting the same events leading to the same outcomes. However, in our current lifetime, that's not going to happen because we live in a different, uh, I dare say, a more enlightened time than we did then. Uh, and our consciousness uh, in mass isn't geared to bring us to our demise in the same ways that it did in past lifetimes. So her trickster became embodied in this cardinal. Um, and over these years, the last 30 years, she has done battle with her trickster uh, around her Scorpion energy. And Scorpio rules sex, death, transformation, and the root chakra, the sexual organs, sexuality, aggression, anger, um, uh, energy that initiates and starts projects. All that stuff comes out of the root chakra. And in this instance, she has uh, come to feel and believe and know the truth of the cancer in her body is in that area of her body. It's cervical cancer. And um, it's, it's, a, uh, it's containing what she woke up a couple of mornings ago with this term in her head, ancient toxicity. So scorpion toxicity from past lifetimes, ancient toxicity. And as she's going through this um, cancer project, the treatment, what we're, she's thinking about, I'm thinking about, we're aiming at is um, destroying the ancient toxicity that's concretized as cancer in her body that comes from her trickster, from this one particular lifetime and this, uh, this priest, this cardinal uh, that she carries around inside her as the trickster she's been battling all these years. Um, so, what we're doing with this and what we've started to do today is, is that when she gets the treatments, uh, especially the day where she has the chemo and the radiation, uh, all the people who are helping us with this, all the people who are praying, sending energy, sending light, doing Reiki, uh, doing um, electromagnetic healing from a distance, uh, we, we have many people working on her cancer with her. Um, we're collecting all that energy in the treatment process and applying to destroying the 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 ancient toxicity while the radiation and the chemo destroys the cancerous cells. And she just instructed me over the last uh, 24 hours or so to take the toxicity that's destroyed each time uh, from her and to put it in a box, a container of some sort. And so I thought about um, Superman and kryptonite. <laughs> uh, and I said, how about a lead line box? Because she's having radiation. Uh, and I said, that would contain all the toxicity. Uh, and then we can bury the box. We can banish the box from your existence in this lifetime, at least. Um, and you'll be free of that toxicity. And in a sense, she's killing off her trickster, her cardinal priest, at the same time because he's going to be con- his energy is going to be contained in the box. Well, I said a box, and she said, well, I'm not sure one box is enough to hold all the ancient toxicity I'm carrying around. So I said, okay, I'll create five boxes in my mind in the garden, and um, I will 
fill each of those boxes. And if you need more as we go down the line, then I'll create more boxes. She said, okay, fine. So today we started that process. We really started that process in earnest. I want to tell everybody who's tuning into this journey with us that we both are really, really feeling all of the energy, all of the prayers, all of the help that we're receiving from people. It's amazing. Um, there's been a night over the last week where Linda woke up in the middle of the night um, feeling all this energy in her head uh, and then down in her body. And while she was lying there in bed at night, she realized it was all the healing energy that people were filling her pot with uh, for her treatments. Um, So it was already coming out of the pot. It was already coming into her. Uh, and helping her in her sleep even before we began the treatment process in this awful space where we've been waiting and hovering for things to start. So that's what we're doing on a karmic level, and that's what you all are really helping us with, and it really is a great help that you all are offering to us, and we really, really love and appreciate you for it. Um, So that's the that's the story we're sticking to it uh that's our karmic story and we're sticking to it she's doing much better today uh she's more or less comfortable tonight in between her pain meds um and uh she had something to eat and uh she's feeling better tonight than she's felt in probably a week even though this was the heaviest day of the treatment process and the first of the heaviest days. So we're very upbeat and optimistic and um, very pleased with how things are starting off here. And we just wanted to keep everybody up to date and to let you know what was going on. So uh, join in, send energy, uh, however you're inclined to do that. Uh, And please keep checking in to the podcast. I will do this as often as I can. I'd like to say every day, but I'm not sure it'll be every day. I'll try to do that as often as I can. This is day two of the Cancer Project. Um, You can also text, call, and email us at any time during this journey, which is going to be eight weeks or more probably uh, at this stage of the game. Um, And again, we're as interested in what's going on with you in this journey as much as informing you and sharing with you what's going on with us in this journey because this is impacting you all as well as it's impacting us. Uh, So keep keep in touch, uh, keep in dialogue, uh, keep in relationship and conversation with us and with each other if you wish, um, if you know each other through your connection with us Uh, because I think that really is as important as anything physical that we're doing along the way to get rid of the cancer completely from her and to completely restore her health uh, by October, by the end of October, let's say. That's the update for now, and uh, please feel free to join back in as often as you wish, and um, have a good night, and I'll talk to you soon.